Welcome guys to this special video. I've got Justin Colby here with me and you're gonna get some expert advice on how to get your first wholesale deal coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I went from dead broke to millionaire flipping houses. And after doing a thousand deals, I created this channel to help you master the art of wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. All right, Justin, man, thanks for coming. Dude, thanks for having me. Yeah. This is a special place, that's for sure. And this is exciting. You and I have talked a few times on the phone, but uh, first time meeting in person. Yeah, yeah. And you're local here in Phoenix, which is awesome. Uh, I've been here now three years in the, in the area. And um, I've heard a lot about you. I know a little about you. And it's just great to have you here because you are what I would consider a pro wholesaler. You do quite a bit of deals. You've been doing it for a while. And what I love about what you do is you not just teach kind of like how to get going, but also how to scale your business. And those are some big things. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about, well, you know, how do we get that first deal? And that's great. And that's exciting. I remember that when that happened to me, it was life changing, but that's not really what we're after. Is it? We're after that. How do I do this now every single month? How do I make this a consistent thing? How do I make this a real thing? where I can quit my job and, you know, make six figures or, or more, hopefully. And so that's really what we're after, isn't it? A hundred percent. No one should get into this industry to have a high paying job, right? I mean, that's the way I look at it is if you're doing absolutely everything, you have no leverage in your business, then ultimately, I don't care if you're making 500 grand a year, yeah. it's still a job, right? That's not why you and I are in this mm-hmm. space. And that's why no one should be in this space if they're going to continue down that path. Yeah. And I love, uh, what you do because you call it the science of flipping Mm -hmm. and you've got a podcast. If you guys don't know what the science of flipping podcast, definitely check that out. And there's a huge difference between, you know, just trying to make some money, do a, do a wholesale deal, make 10 grand or whatever versus how do I build a business that can then do deals? Cause that's when you kind of remove yourself out of the equation. You're no longer the bottleneck. And for me, many years in the beginning, I was the bottleneck of my own business. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. So what I want to focus on this video, Justin, is we have a lot of people that that come to the channel, that watch the videos, and they're aspiring wholesalers. They're working on that first deal. And a lot of them are in that you know education stage where it's like, I'm trying to learn these things. Some of them are, are taking action already. Mm-hmm. They're running into obstacles, you know, all those things that happen when you first get going. But what I'd like to do is, is have you share some ideas with our listeners here about how to do that first wholesale deal. Maybe some top tips on that. And really what I wanna do is I wanna focus on two different approaches to the question. One is if you have zero marketing budget, which is a lot of people, it was definitely when I started, no, no extra money, you know, barely getting by, scraping by on the job, trying to do wholesaling as a side hustle, you know, mornings and lunch break and evenings and weekends. But then also there are people that they've been saving or they've got a job that's, you know, doing okay. They're just unfulfilled, unhappy. They've got some cash maybe set aside or access to funds. And the question is always, well, you know, if I have this money, where's the best way to use it to get started? How do I use that in marketing or whatever things would be the best use of that money? So maybe we'll talk about those two two different approaches to it. I love that. I think there's that's definitely the two components is you got to figure out how to get into the space and start generating revenue, right? And then once that happens, how do you actually start to scale? 
And I might have a different philosophy than you would think I'm going to have about yeah. scaling. Okay. <laughs> um, but we'll wait till we get to that part awesome. before I, I drop those gems. Yeah. Well, first of all, a lot of people think it takes money to make money. And I thought that when I came into the business. And there's certainly some truth to that, especially when it comes to marketing and scaling. But I think it's safe to say, and, and hopefully you'll agree with me, you can get into the business and you can start doing deals with zero marketing budget. And so that I think that's a crutch a lot of people have as well. I just don't have any money, so I can't really get started. And it's just not true, right? Totally not true. Yeah. And one thing that, you know, as you mentioned, I coach others and I always try to press upon people like do the free stuff first. Yeah. And I, to this very day right now in Phoenix, which you and I can both attest is probably the most difficult market. Most competitive that's for sure. It, right? Yeah. I'm still doing 10 to 20 deals, wholesale deals every month mm -hmm. without one single dollar in marketing. That's Now that's impressive. Yeah. It's because I realized that if I can do the free stuff first, that's the cherry on top so I can pay for the paid marketing. Mm -hmm. Quite literally, all that money comes into my business. I take the entire sum of it and I put it into marketing. So into direct mail, PPC, cold callers, texting, you name it. Mm -hmm. And then every dollar that comes from that is all gravy. Yeah. There's no cost besides my acquisition team and, and whatnot, right? Yeah. I hope you guys caught that. So he's doing methods that generate deals that don't cost. And then the income generated from those deals can now be reinvested into the paid marketing strategies, which essentially means you didn't pay for it because it paid for itself out of the free type of marketing deals. And so if you know how, you can get some great deals on market, which don't cost anything, which is usually an area that I tell a lot of new wholesalers and flippers. Most people don't know that you can wholesale on market properties. Yes, it's tricky because there's an agent in the way and and there's some nuances to that, but it can be done and it's it's a way to you know start getting some deals without paying for marketing. But what are some other ways? What would you say would be some of your favorite or best methods with zero marketing to get yeah. some wholesale deals? So I love the MLS. If you take a little spin on that, networking with agents prior to it hitting MLS. Yeah. It's very easy it. to list this house. Yeah. Right? Not a big deal. But there's plenty of listings or potential listing appointments realtors go on that aren't good listings for them. Right? People are trying to take advantage of the market or they're in a real big need. Like something happened and they're motivated. The only thing they know of though, because that's our culture is... You know, we come from a place of realtors really being the only yeah. exit. You list your property. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of properties that aren't in good enough condition to list. Yeah. And when the realtor goes back to them saying, okay, I want you to paint the fascia. Can you do some yard work? I need you to pull these trees or whatever. They're overgrown. And the homeowner says, I don't have mm -hmm. the money to do that. Yeah. Like what I need to sell right now. Like this isn't yeah. right. And so networking with those same agents to say, I need to find the deals that you can't list and I'll still pay you the 3% commission on that. Mm -hmm. That has been a game changer for us. That's huge. So let me let me break that down a little bit more, Justin, because I love this strategy. In fact, um, just today, I talked to a private seller lead that came in our funnel and uh, I took this once. So I called her and when we looked up her address, we saw that it was just recently this past summer listed for sale. And now it's expired. So I asked about it. I said, Hey, what happened? Why didn't you sell it? You were, you were on market. And she said, well, we got offers except, but what happened was, is they were FHA offers, mm -hmm. FHA inspections come in because FHA does inspections mm -hmm. and they dinged her on her roof. Now it's not leaking, but it's old, sure. needs replaced. Yeah. And so she could not sell the house because it could not pass a mortgage inspection. Yeah. Now I'm thinking in my mind, 
far, you, you, you've, you had a lousy agent because an agent should know better. An agent should say, listen, we're going to have a problem selling your house and it's priced at like 80 some thousand. So it's clearly FHA, yeah, you know, for buyer, sure. first time buyer, FHA. Yeah. And so if that agent would have known better of what Justin's saying, the agent should say, listen, we're going to have a problem. There's some issues with your property. We're going to have some problems getting a retail buyer. The rest of the house is good enough, but we have this big issue, the roof. What we really need is we need a cash investor. I know three of them. Let's get those guys on the phone. Totally. And then they call Justin. Justin says, let's do a deal. And here we go, right? Like that's the relationship that an agent should be having with investors. They oftentimes don't know that. So it's your job, right? That's what you do. You're yeah. building these relationships. The, the interesting thing, and, and you've been around long enough to know that there's always, at least from my perspective, maybe you agree, there's been this contention between investors oh, and realtors, right? This, this battle right yeah. and it comes in my opinion just like even you and i doing more business we're not competitors in my, like i want to do more business with you yeah. because there's just more money to be made and in agents and in realtor or agents and investors should think the same way mm-hmm. how do we right? work together how do we work more together versus agents thinking we're stealing their business mm-hmm. and all that stuff yeah. or like agents are also huge buyers for me because the they are side yeah oh my gosh they have the doctor or the dentist buyer that I don't have on my buyer's list that may have, let's just say, a stay-at-home mom that wants to do a rehab project. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't really care about the business model and be super profitable. He cares about having his wife do a project on her own. So they'll pay, you know, slightly below market value. You know, instead of selling it at 80 cents on yeah. the dollar, you can sell it at 84 cents. Yeah. That's my profit. Yeah. The reason I can do so many deals without a marketing budget is I have a great buyer's list. So then the second part, and I didn't mean to jump into the next part of how I market and get deals, is I actually have other investors in our space, Phoenix having so much competition that they don't have the buyer's list I do. I've been around in this market specifically for 13 years. So I can move a property that they can't move. And so that's another way that I'm able to consistently- Which is free. Free 99. Right, free. It's a harmless, if I bring a buyer, great. If I don't, great. If you sell it to your own buyer, great. I don't need to get paid, right? I'm not asking for an exclusive and like lock it up on, no, no. Let me see if I can bring a buyer. And if so, I'll figure out a way to get paid. So let me see if I can rephrase your strategy here. Let's say you're brand new. You could reverse the model, find an active, ready to go, ready and willing cash buyer looking for a deal. You've got them now in your back pocket. Then you reach out to a Justin Colby and say, hey, you're moving a lot of deals. I've got this buyer. What do you got I can put in front of him? You're like, I'd gladly move a deal if you got a buyer. You know, I'm just using that as an example. No, but it. but then now it didn't cost you anything. You JV on that deal. Boom. You just get a deal done. Yeah. Free. All free ways to get into your first deal. Um, I'll share one more, Colby, that I, yeah. re- that I or Justin, that I really like. And that is um, what I found, especially since... COVID happened is on the buy and hold side, there's a lot of the the buy and hold investors that are panicky right now and they're selling, Mm -hmm. especially they're worried about, you know, being able to collect rent. And, and so some are like, well, let's buy. And some are like, let's sell. And I find it's like polarized. I don't know if you're finding that. For sure. hundred percent. And so what I'll do is I'll go on or have my team do it. We'll go on like Craigslist, for example, we'll find vacant properties that they're posting to thou rent because that's the perfect time to hit up a, a tired landlord is when right. it's vacant. 100%. So, and we'll just, and their numbers right there, their information's right there. And we'll call up and we'll just basically say, hey, I see you got your property up for rent. I'm not calling as a potential tenant, but I'm actually wondering if you'd like to sell. Brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I mean, that, 
that is a strategy is free 99 yeah and that's this is where the work comes in Mm -hmm. right and you know this to be true people may see you after 16 years or me after 13 and think like we like it just happened yeah no what i like i got started by literally cold calling agents a hundred a day Mm -hmm. every day not on a triple line dialer on my cell phone yeah (laughs) hey i'm looking to buy your deal hey i'm like right there's just work But the cool thing is if you have the right temperament and the right personality, that work can be fun, right? And uh, And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Repetition. A lot of times people are really intimidated, like, oh, I don't know what to say. I'll sound stupid. And you will. And that's fine. And be okay with it. That's it. it. You're going to, you know, again, you're going to have those strikeouts as sports analogies or whatever. Just have a short memory, right? Say, here's what I learned. I shouldn't have said this. On to the next, right? I love it. That's a, that's a, so what's cool here is, and we'll wrap up here, is, I mean, Justin, we could probably sit here and talk for two days straight about a gazillion free ways to find deals, because there are. There are so many different ways. Just don't let that limit you. Don't let that stop you from getting out there and taking action. There are so many different ways. In fact, I'll give you guys all a free report. It's called the 67 Different Ways to Find Deals. Uh, not all of those are free, but I just go through, I did a video about it too, where I just go through all these different ways, because there are... There are infinite ways where you can find motivated sellers and good deals. And a lot of them are free and you can do this, guys. Don't let any of those reasons, I don't have a marketing budget especially, stop you from getting into this business. And and again, thank you, Justin. You guys check him out. I'll put some links to to connect with Justin in the description below. You can can check out where he's hanging out on. We'll put uh, Instagram and I know you're on, you got your YouTube channel and your podcast. We'll put those on there. But again, thanks, man, for coming. Thank you, brother. Fun times, guys. We'll see you on the next video.